You are awful. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Happy Monday, Dusty. Mm. Oh, Mondays. They come around... Again and again, don't they? Yeah, they should They should stop it. <laughs> I like Mondays. We've gotten reviews and some tweets over the years where listeners of this here podcast say that we've made Mondays not quite as bad. <laughs> this is definitely my favorite thing about Mondays. Me too. But we had a pretty good weekend. Yeah, I'd we say. went down to, to Richmond, Virginia to see your parents. They won an award. And the rest of your family came down too. Well, yeah. your brother. Yep. My brother and sister-in-law, a bunch of family and friends are all celebrating that my mom and dad are just awesome. <laughs> they are awesome. <laughs> They're outstanding Virginians. It's fantastic. Makes us really, I'm very proud to be their daughter. I'm very proud to be their daughter's husband. <laughs> I love you. So did we get any tweets? Uh, yeah, we did get some tweets this week uh, from our dear friend and longtime listener, Amy Von Aiken, uh, who thought that our alligator whale stuff last week was real funny. <laughs> Thanks, Amy. And from David W. Ryan, who thanked us for supporting the local MS walk. And a tweet from someone we haven't gotten a tweet from before, uh, Daniel Lazari Jr., who was on board with our uh, our Skynet references. <laughs> yeah, he made a little a little meme, or he must have found a meme. Yeah. So that's great. We'll keep up the tweets. If you want to tweet us, I'm at Dusty Terrell. I'm at Shannon Ray Green. And you can always email us at I tell my husband the news at usatoday.com. We got a new review on Stitcher, five stars, from Type 6. The subject line of the review is, Adorably great way to perk up my week. Well, you've certainly perked up our week. If you would like a shout-out and um, and you would like to make our day, we'd really appreciate it if you would take the time to write us a review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or anywhere else. Please write us a review. It means a lot. And if you write us a review somewhere else that isn't Stitcher or Apple, send us an email so we know where to find it. <laughs> or a tweet at the aforementioned places. Aforementioned. That's a great word. I'm impressed you used it. I mean, thank you, but it's also kind of condescending. Rite Aid is joining a growing CBD drugstore chain trend and will pilot products in two states. This was written by my colleague Kelly Tycho. She writes, Store officials announced last Thursday that Rite Aid will pilot the sale of CBD creams, lotions, and lip balms at stores in Oregon and Washington. Chief Operating Officer Brian Everett said during a call with analysts last Thursday to discuss the company's fourth quarter earnings, quote, 
we've heard from many customers about their interest in purchasing CBD products, unquote. CBD, a hemp-derived cannabidiol, is a non-psychoactive ingredient in cannabis that is becoming increasingly mainstream. Everett noted that the pilot would, quote, better meet the needs and preferences of our customers in those communities, unquote. Cannabis-based products got a major boost in December when President Donald Trump signed off on an $867 billion farm bill that gave a green light for hemp to be cultivated on a large scale. Unlike marijuana, another cannabis species, hemp has almost none of the psychoactive compounds that cause a user to get high. Now that it's no longer labeled a controlled substance, more businesses have the opportunity to create hemp-based products from tinctures to lotions. Everett said, quote, At this point in time, we're only offering the topical solution of creams, lip balms, lotions, and we won't be carrying any of the injectables at any of stores as part of the pilot, unquote. Rite Aid is the latest drugstore chain to join the growing CBD trend. In March, CVS introduced CBD-containing topicals, including creams and salves, to stores in seven states. The following week, Walgreens announced it would also begin selling CBD creams, patches, and sprays in nearly 1,500 stores in select states. That's cool that uh, Rite Aid will be carrying those products, but it's unfortunate that that means in order for you to get those products, you'll have to go into a Rite Aid. What do you got against Rite Aid? I don't know. I feel like it's just always more trouble than it's worth. Just <laughs> having to deal with other other people. <laughs> Not my favorite. My favorite is ordering things on the internet. And it just coming straight to your door. Yeah, that's really great. I also don't think that uh, I'm going to be using a lot of CBD uh, products. So I guess this really just doesn't apply to me at all. You know, I thought that this was a podcast that tailored the news to you specifically. That is what it like, seemed is like. Is someone falling down on the job? Who curated this story because this is a bad choice? <laughs> I mean, I thought you had a love for Rite Aid and other um, convenience stores that with harsh lighting and bad checkout processes where lines just go on for way too long. That's definitely the worst part about Rite Aid is the (laughs) checkout is terrible. (laughs) Sometimes I pick stories to kind of annoy you and horrify you a little bit. I'm not sure that the science exists yet that that CBD actually does anything. But even if it does, like, I just don't have all day to be putting oils on and stuff, you know? <laughs> if you were in pain, you might feel differently. I'm a busy guy, Shannon. I just <laughs> can't be going to Rite Aid, spending countless hours there at the checkout line, <laughs> and then putting on oils. No, thank you. <laughs> you know, I was at um, a coffee shop last weekend, and... There was CBD in so many, like, coffees and teas, and they had other CBD products, and I was just like, wow, this is becoming more and more mainstream. It really is, because this was like a mom-and-pop coffee shop. You and I should open up a coffee shop that we could also include a bunch of CBD stuff for an upsell right next to all of our uh, snake oil that we also... (laughs) Upsell. You know, actually, USA Today had a story 
about CBD and how for some products that it really is snake oil, but other products it really doesn't make a difference for people. It's complicated and people are having to wade through what's good and what isn't. For me, I prefer not to uh, pay a lot of money and load a lot of extra stuff into my body before, you know, scientific evidence has uh, right has come out on the fact. That being said, if they get the same guys who found that ancient whale to look into it, then maybe. Dusty, you tend to not really trust a lot of things. Like I'd say that you're you're skeptical. Yeah, you I, have, would, I would describe myself as skeptical. You have healthy skepticism about many things. Healthy skeptic. Maybe somewhat unhealthy. Because, I mean, I don't really even love taking uh, Advil or Tylenol or... That's medicine that's just been around a while. <laughs> yeah. And scientists think it's fine. Maybe to it some really, degree. Maybe it helps you a little bit. Yeah. And uh, for like common ailments. I mean, I haven't been to a doctor in years. <laughs> that's crazy. Well, they keep trying to pump you full of weird stuff. Oh, Who my knows? Like gosh. cannabinoids or snake no. oil. Stop it right now. <laughs> you do not think a di- going to the doctor every year is snake oil. Please say that on the mic for this recording right now. I think some people should go to the doctor more frequently than this healthy as a horse human over here. You're (laughs) insane. Do you hear how insane you are? You're like afraid to get a massage. Yeah, I got got everything in exactly the right place. I think a masseuse (laughs) would just like move it weird. And then who knows, I wouldn't be able to walk or something. You're so worried about everything. How is it carrying that all around every every day of you know, your life? It's not easy, Shannon. Yeah, if, it doesn't if seem... only they had some sort of like oil that would help you relax <laughs> that you could just buy at your local Rite Aid. <laughs> Jen are planning to own homes before they're 30, a survey finds. Over my dead body. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why? Why is that a problem? This is written by my colleague Ryan W. Miller. He writes, Gen Zers have a new goal. Buy a house. More than half of young adults ages 18 to 23 say they're already saving to buy a home, and 59% are planning to do so within five years, according to a new survey by Bank of America. D. Steve Boland, head of consumer lending at Bank of America, said it was surprising to see such a young group so focused already on becoming homeowners. Boland said, quote, they are not just thinking about it. They're doing something about it, unquote. Generation Z was defined as those born after 1995 for the survey, meaning if they reach their goals, they would be homeowners before 30. The survey found that in order to reach their goal, respondents who are Gen Zers, would rather save for a down payment than plan a dream wedding, go shopping, or take a vacation if they were given $5,000. While a larger share of millennials said they'd cut back on extracurricular activities for saving, more Gen Zers said they would get a second job, go to a university that would leave them with less debt, or move back in with their parents. Boland added, quote, They're changing their lifestyles, they're intentional about it, and they're not just talking about it, unquote. The survey found that unlike other generations, young adults are saying they want to be homeowners for different reasons. Over half of Gen Zers say starting a family was a top reason for buying a house. The same goes for about 40% of millennials, but only 17% of Gen Xers and 10% of baby boomers said starting a family was a top reason. 
Roughly 2,000 adults who currently own a home or plan to in the future were part of the survey, which was conducted between January and February. Boland said the focus was placed on Gen Z because it was a group they hadn't studied in prior years. How dare those Gen Zers try to learn from the mistakes of our generation? (laughs) Who do they think they are? This is exactly why each generation doesn't like the next generation. (laughs) They think they're all so great, whatever. Get out of here. I say our generation, we band together. Okay. We buy up all the houses. (laughs) We might need to start saving now. We buy up all the houses. We raise the cost way up there so the Generation Zers just won't be able to afford them. That'll teach them. You are awful. (laughs) (laughs) Also, I feels like my definition of millennials, which it it seems like there's really none. I mean, I I don't know who gets to make this decision, but I would say it was from 1980 to 2000. So it feels like this survey's co-opting some of our Mm -hmm. honest hardworking millennials oh yeah you know by scooping in 95 to 2000 yeah we yeah. need those five years how dare they <laughs> well that that's really great i think uh saving for home buying is really smart um and not wasting your money on something really dumb like a big lavish wedding is uh, <laughs> a good idea Oh, there's my nice husband. <laughs> I knew you were in there somewhere, real deep down, but in there. You know how you know how they <laughs> I like how you just move past that insult. <laughs> well, I mean it's true. Um <laughs> You know how the previous generation before uh <clears throat> baby boomers was known as the greatest generation? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's possible that uh in the not too distant future, like maybe when Generation Z is like in power. They'll just rename our generation to the worst generation. (laughs) I mean, it's funny because I kind of thought that when Gen Z was the youngest, that, you know, that they are actually over 18 now and making some financial choices like this, that people would say like, oh, they're spending too much money having fun because they're young and that's what young kids do. Well, not the Gen Zers. I know. What is wrong with them? <laughs> They're making us look bad, right? Do you think Gen Z people and uh, Gen X and baby boomers all get together and just talk about how bad millennials are? <laughs> I think It seems like they might. Well, the survey was like, well, millennials are cutting back on their extracurricular activities, which I can only assume includes avocado toast. Now, if you showed me... <laughs> a Generation Z person who doesn't like avocado toast (laughs) or selfies, I'll show you an insane person. (laughs) Those things may be our greatest accomplishments, (laughs) and they are great. Yeah. Like them a lot. I like them a lot. Yeah. What I've learned about Gen Z is that they were hearing from us that... The bottom dropped out financially. And so they always had tons of internships and tons of extra jobs because they were just growing up hearing that that's an issue. You know, if if you are if you are 10 in 2008, you're hearing things from the adults around you. You know, if you're if you're 14 in 2007, you know, you're hearing that. 
things are getting hard with the economy and you have to work really hard, you know? So it really shapes your worldview of how you're going to approach college, how you're going to approach getting into the workforce. And so maybe deciding like, well, I don't need a big fancy wedding. I'd rather have a safe, calm future, you know? Most most Gen Z Gen Z's parents would be probably Gen Xers, right? Not really millennials. I think so. But I also think that um, Gen Xers are probably also saying like, wow, it's so tough for the kids who are graduating right now. And so they probably shared those insights with their kids. And, you know, so as much as you like to joke about like, how dare they learn from us and how dare they make us look bad. But I'm glad that they're thinking smart financially. And so are you. Because we're not evil. The two of us. <laughs> Speak for yourself, Shannon. <laughs> Do you think when we're older and we're walking around, the Gen Z people are going to spray us with a hose and say, you old people, get off my lawn. Because they'll own it and we won't own it. <laughs> and last today, we've got the lightning fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Steady Tiger, right where he wants to be at Masters. That story only sounds interesting if you're talking about the animal tiger. (laughs) Game of Thrones, 15 burning questions. Just 15? (laughs) I'm so excited. Are you a gig worker? Here's why tax season will be harder. No, I'm not. Unless you call this a gig, which I suppose it is, but I don't get paid, so that makes taxes real easy. (laughs) (sighs) It's tax day, you guys. We did it, just in time. (laughs) Got Alexa? Amazon is listening, report says. I knew it. (laughs) Here's when you can buy Samsung's Galaxy Fold. That sounds like a flip phone, and I'm not buying it, Shannon. (laughs) Ben and Jerry's is giving away free ice cream and more deals. Do they need my address? <laughs> oh, I forgot. Things have to be shipped to you. You're not. Gonna, yeah, I'm not going to go there. You're not going to go to them. Interact with people. We covered this. No, thank you. I know that's part of the, the free deal, though. It's not free if they have to ship it to mm. you. You have to show up. It's got CBD in it. <laughs> I have no idea. Probably not. <laughs> what about the other CBD, cherries, berries, and dairy? <laughs> they sh- that sounds like a good Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah. CBD, CBD. Cherries, berries, and dairy with <laughs> CBD. SpaceX launches Mega Rocket. All right, SpaceX. All right. I mean, <laughs> you know. You don't have to always comment on how big your rocket is, all right? It's a fine-sized rocket. Oh, man. Next week on I Tell My Husband the News. Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I Tell My Husband the News is part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from all across the USA Today network, just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.